Welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Hello and welcome to episode 39 of the Manage My Wedding podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by the Manage My Wedding greeting cards. They're the perfect way to say thank you or tell those special to you that you love them. Manage My Wedding greeting cards are elegantly designed and beautifully printed cards and envelopes and they are available at managemywedding.com. Today I have Leanne Booker joining me on the podcast. Leanne is a Brisbane-based celebrant. Leanne enjoys making wedding days all the more beautiful by creating unique and personal ceremonies at an affordable price. Leanne specializes in elopements and complete wedding ceremony packages. So welcome to the podcast, Leanne. Good morning, Yvette. It's so great to have you. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. I know that you really love what you do. Can you tell us about your journey to becoming a celebrant? Yeah, sure. I was a lawyer in based in Brisbane in the city for almost made 30 years, which I loved. It was a great career, but I don't know, I wanted to be a, a celebrant for some time, but just decided to wait. I had four children. And I wanted to wait until they were at that independent level and also financially. So now I can, uh, I'm a full-time celebrant. I've um, left law, retired from that. And it means I can, um, you know, I can be available anytime. I can have my meetings, days, nights, weekends, the rehearsals. I even sometimes meet couples in their lunch breaks in the city, for example. I'm a free agent. <laughs> but um, so that's how I got to. I suppose, being a celebrant. Oh, I love that. I love that you were a lawyer and then became a celebrant. What a shift. Oh, yes. <laughs> I think my family's still getting over it. What, my dad you, and my brother think, what is well, it financially, you can imagine. I mean, it doesn't take, you know, too much to work out. It is a huge difference. But um, I'm quite proud that I left something where maybe it was financially rewarding, but to follow a dream that it's purely passion and love and not necessarily financial. But I have a great backup system in called my husband. So <laughs> I'm <laughs> that's, fine. That's good. That's good. Uh, is, when you're passionate about something, it's just so much more enjoyable. Yes. I think you forget about that monetary side of it anyway, don't you? <laughs> yes, my secretary. I uh, know my secretary, I should say my, um, I did have a secretary. I went, uh, my hairdresser and I came up with this great uh, slog- slogan. What do we call it? Uh, I called myself um, passion over paycheck. <laughs> <So> <laughs> that's like me. That. <laughs> I like that very much. You said that you meet up with people any time of the week. Do you do many weddings yes. during the week as well? these days? Oh, yes. Um, before COVID, I had uh, was starting to get quite a few Thursdays. I think it was the new Saturday. So yeah, we had a few Thursdays and I've got, you know, a Tuesday coming up. So it's still not as popular as the weekends, Saturdays yeah. and Sundays, but you know, and Fridays are still quite popular too. Yeah. Yeah. We got, I got married on a Friday actually, but everyone traveled because we were living in Perth at the time. And I always mind. wanted to get married on a Friday. Oh. Yeah, it was great because they could all travel. Mm. They took time off work anyway, and then they still had the whole weekend to explore where they were. It was great. It was really, really good. Mm. I know that many bridal couples are opting for the shorter ceremonies these days. Do mm-hmm. you find most want it over quickly? And if so, how do you manage that request? But I know okay. there's a lot of formalities, like how do you fit all that in? 
Yes. Look, what's called illegals only or kiss me quick or it is just the legals. And I think that it is so short. It honestly could be over in less than five minutes. And I don't think a lot of couples realise. I've only actually done one like that. And even then, that's exactly what they wanted. So when couples approach me and we have a chat, you'll find out often it's not really what they want. They still want a little bit more of a ceremony, but they just don't want all that pomp and ceremony and necessarily big readings or, you know, they keep saying, I want it casual. I want it fun. I want it simple. But at the same time, I don't, I say, do you really want your ceremony over in five minutes? And they go, Oh no. Mm. So I'll do whatever they want. And, you know, sometimes the legals only is perfect for a couple that are actually having a a ceremony or a a second wedding overseas, or, you know, they've got to get their visas worked out and then they're still having another wedding later. There's lots of reasons for a legals only. Yes. But it's not, in terms of just a simple ceremony, you can still have a beautiful ceremony of 15 or 20 minutes without it being that just the legal words, which are really quite boring. Yes. I think people get caught up in the, I'm going to be nervous. I just don't want everyone looking at me, finish it quickly. But then when they're in the moment, that 20 minutes flies. Yeah. I've had some couples go, oh, is it over? <laughs> they actually quite love being up there. Once they get started, you know, it, you just make them. I had a, I remember I had a groom once at Tangaluma and we were standing together. Oh no, I was walking up to him and um, he goes, oh, thank God you're here. I feel so much better now. And that's how Aww. I like to build a relationship with the bride and the groom or two grooms, two brides, whatever it is, to be stress-free and calm and have a ball at their wedding because that's what's important. Oh, that's nice. If someone is really, really stressed, what do you find helps with trying to calm their nerves, especially the groom? Like they're usually quite nervous. Yeah, look, I just chat to them. Often I've gotten to know them beforehand through meeting them and a questionnaire I get the couple to complete. So we just talk about, you know, if they're interested in football, if they've been fishing that day, we just talk. I often keep their, if they're really nervous, I might, well, if we're up the front, I might keep their back to the guests for a little while and, uh, you know, just whatever suits them. Sometimes just a glass of water is fine. Yeah. I love, um, my favourite part of the ceremony is always watching the groom. I mean, exactly. you see the bride arrives and you look at her and you're like, wow. But turning back and looking at the groom is just, oh, it's the most precious moment. It's it's magical. And I always say to yeah. all my bridal couples, organise to have several, a few people take a photo of that because you will always look back at that. Yes. I've often seen the bride beforehand. So, you know, I, I sort of know what she's looking at. I, I love that when everybody else is turning to her and I'll just watch the groom and, or, you know, it might be another bride, but that look is priceless. I wish you could yeah, bottle it because it is just, you know, they don't always cry. Some, sometimes the, car, the, the partner waiting with you will cry, but sometimes it's just that feeling. It gives me goosebumps. I've always got to remind myself, don't cry, Leanne. You're the celebrant. <laughs> I was going to ask you, have you cried before? Ever? No. No, yeah, I'm very strong. good there. I sometimes might have a little, you know, there's been some very emotional moments, particularly where a loved one has passed and we recognise that at the wedding, but I never, no, no, I'm very good. You are good. I know that as a guest, as I'm getting older and since having kids, I find it easier to cry now at weddings. <laughs> 
Yes, you do get often uh, the parents, yes, particularly dads. I always think that's really lovely when the dads are quite emotional. But, um, yeah, you know, there's lots of laughing as well. So you have it all. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, what a beautiful job that you have. So beautiful. Yes. (laughs) Elopements. I know this is something that you do quite a bit of, but the word elopements, it seems to have changed over the years. And many years ago, elopement was literally just the bride and groom running away on their own and getting married. These days, many are referring to it, the word elopement in the context of just having a small, intimate wedding. Yes. Now, is this trend growing and how many guests are classed as intimate? So, and what do you like? I, I think we're going to see an, a rise in elopements or the intimate wedding simply because of COVID and not just um, the restriction in numbers, but also finances. And not everyone is going to still be able to afford the big wedding. And hopefully the big weddings will continue. Um, they're beautiful. But there's also something very special about an elopement or an intimate wedding. I think also elopements, people just thought that was something you did on through the week. You know, you met your celebrant in the park and sometimes it was only illegals only and they thought of that as an elopement. Whereas today, I don't think that's the case. My elopements or intimate weddings can be any time. I just did one on Saturday. We did it in the morning. So, you know, it's not restricted. I don't do illegals only in my elopement package. It's still a full wedding, full customized ceremony. You can have anything you like. We have your story. Saturday, it was just the bride and the groom. I provided the two witnesses. So it doesn't have to feel you're, I don't know, missing out. Yeah. And then some couples with their elopements or intimate weddings may decide, particularly if it's just the two of them or just their two witnesses, then go on and have a, a party afterwards. So the couple on Saturday, they went and then had the big surprise lunch. Oh, or, you know, some, okay. sometimes people just want to have that small wedding and they're having the reception or a party later in the year. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. How, mm. how, when you say intimate, how many guests are usually in attendance, immediate family or do you find? Yeah, look, I don't place a limit. I, I think I think anything under maybe 10, 20, yeah, um, I suppose 10 or 20. I um, With the package I offer, and I've only just started that because we had some five onlys with COVID when the restrictions were in and they were just so beautiful and that's when I put together the new elopement package. And so that is probably designed for a very small wedding because it includes a picnic for the couple or their witnesses. But at the same time, if a couple came to me and said, well, you know, we want another six guests or 10 guests. Well, my girls and I would just arrange then to extend the picnic or, you know, maybe have, if she wanted her best lady to have some flowers, we just add flowers for a a slightly more price. Yeah, that makes sense. The, um, I know that I've been talking to a few people lately and they have, they're stuck in the country and they might both, both be from Brazil or the UK and they've planned their weddings and all the families coming and now they can't come. So a lot of them are just like, well, let's just elope on that day and then we'll go back home when we can fly and have a party. So that's becoming so increasingly popular at the moment, which is understandable because they just they just want to get married. Yes. And that was like, yeah, and that's most of them for whatever reasons it is. They've all got their own personal reasons. And I always worry, like, you know, even on the Saturdays couple, I was thinking, oh, I hope, you know, I hope she's happy with the small intimate and then the party afterwards uh, because even the families weren't at this elopement. But, you know, she contacted me after the wedding and said it was the best combination because the ceremony was, 
I don't think I've ever laughed so much. It was just very intimate, very, because it was just us. It was really just a lot of fun, but there was still the tears. It was beautiful. But then she went, her and the groom went back then to the big party and still had that as well. So they had the best of both worlds, if you ask me. Yeah, I think so too. Did they have their photographer at the ceremony too with them? Yeah, see, my yeah. package includes, well, me. I've got my own photographer, Georgie. She just, she's brilliant. The, I've got my own florist. So I actually picked up the flowers and took them into the Stanford to the bride. What else do we have? We have a makeup and hair artist who went to the Stanford to do her hair and makeup. We have oh, a picnic. Oh. That's great. And then my husband, he's wonderful. He always comes with me. So he actually chauffeured <laughs> as he went because she was, Brian was going to do an Uber. And I said, well, you can't catch an Uber to your wedding. <laughs> so Aww. Pete went and picked her up in the I newly did, washed car. I did see <laughs> that in your stories, actually, that he was a chauffeur. I love that. So for everyone listening, if you're feeling stressed about organising so much, do remember that you can speak to your celebrant because as Leanne does, they can really help you really do the full ceremony package, which can take so much stress away for them. It's great. Mm. It's beautiful that you do that. When someone is trying to pick a celebrant, where should they start? Because, you know, you always want to okay. pick someone, I think, that is right for you as a couple. But there's so many. Yeah, look. <laughs> yeah, look. I feel I feel for the couples because, um, like a lot of things, it's very overwhelming. There's so many celebrants, so many everything in the wedding industry, and sometimes it's just hard to get started, and it can be really overwhelming and quite stressful. But I think the most important thing is once you've looking at a few celebrants, particularly on directories, their Facebook, check out their Facebook, or actually check out their social media platform, Instagram, Facebook, directories reviews. I think that's a great starting point to check out the reviews and they can't Google reviews also. Say for example, Easy Weddings, they're all monitored. So they're all very accurate. And then if they sort of like the look of someone, the most important thing is rapport. You've got to get along with your celebrant. You've got to feel that real warmth, comfortable with them. And the only way you're going to do that is by meeting them. Yeah, I was going to um, ask that. Do you, you meet with yes, everyone? Yes, you've got to meet them. And and that maybe that means meeting a few celebrants. But we're only talking, I think, what most, what I offer, and I'm pretty sure what most celebrants do, certainly the ones I know in the industry, you know, it's a 20-minute, 30-minute, no-obligation meeting. It's often over a coffee. Last Friday night, I met a gorgeous couple after work because I was so busy and we just had a glass of well. We were supposed to be a glass of wine, but ended up having several glasses because we got on so well. Just <laughs> at my, perfect. yeah, it was a, be- a really nice bar. And it's just that chance, it, you know, so it might be 20 minutes and it might end up being a lot longer. And all it is is a chance to have a chat. It's nothing formal. I often just tell them what I see a celebrant's role. They may have a few questions. They go away. Sometimes, you know, they may book you on the spot, but a lot of the times they need to go away. I always say go away and have a think and then they can discuss between themselves and not feel that. I never, ever say at my meetings, at that first meeting, well, okay, would you like to book me today? Or there's a special if you book me today. I would hate if someone did that to me, so I will not do that to anybody else. Yeah, good. I like that. Do you also, Mm. as the celebrant, Sometimes if you think that you're not the right fit for them, do you sometimes make that call yourself? Not obviously telling Uh, them always, but if you can feel maybe they're not right for me or does it usually only, usually a bridal couple make that choice? Yeah, I think it's pretty much only a 
couple would make that choice. I can't honestly think I've ever met a couple that I haven't hit it off. I've pretty much, I should say, getting from people sending you emails and then converting it to a meeting is hard because people, a lot of couples will just send out heaps of emails. And I, you know, it's, it's, they're just getting words on a paper with a picture of me and there's a lot of us. But I find that once I meet my couples at that coffee and chat or a glass of wine, pretty much 99% of the time, I then, they'll book me. Yeah, that's great. So yeah, probably the only thing I wouldn't do is, I don't think I'd be very good at dress up. <laughs> so, I've never been asked to. I do dress up. I do. I. That's my. That's my addiction. I have. Well, as my husband says, I think you've got more dresses than weddings. But I hate wearing the same thing twice, which oh. can get rather expensive. <laughs> what a good excuse to have a big full wardrobe. It is. <laughs> Because often I I do notice, you know, the celebrants, they blend in really beautifully for the wedding. So you obviously speak to them before to know what the colours are. Yes, I, yeah. I used to send couples photos, but they, it was just another thing for them to think about. And I always found that their response was always the same, the brides, whatever you feel comfortable in, Leanne. And I thought that's another thing they have to deal with. So now they all send me, I look at photos of their bridesmaids or bride, you know, the men, what the girls are wearing. And then I always try to fit in with the colouring. I've spoken to photographers as well as about, you know, you don't want to be you know just trying to find out what blends in right and sometimes I will ask the couple it just depends on what sort of couple they are I I just don't want to add to their decision making process yeah of course they've got enough to think about don't they yes where is your favorite wedding ceremony venue is that a big question (laughs) there's a lot I don't like to say (laughs) (laughs) where have you enjoyed I love it's it's amazing how you know, I've done some of the most beautiful. I actually am now, and I'm quite honoured to be on their preferred list as Gabinar Homestead up at Toowoomba. Oh, and that is yes. amazing. And I'm also a preferred supplier for, um, if you want a beach wedding, Tangaluma, oh, which is just divine. But in saying that, you know, and they are beautiful venues, Hillstone, Acre, Boomerang Farm, they're all stunning. But, yes. you know, as I said, the one on Saturday was beautiful little private lawn at the Mount Cutha Botanic Gardens, the Bush Chapel at the bottom of Mount Cutha, New Farm Park. You know, sometimes just a tree and some birds singing, Mm. that can make just as beautiful a wedding. So in the end, the only important people are the couple. And I'd like to think me. (laughs) That's because I always tell my couples, I'm the third most important person there because if I'm not there, you're not getting married. (laughs) That's right. And it's so amazing to watch the story that a celebrant creates and there's so much work that goes into actually creating that ceremony. I just always love how, you know, I remember when I got married and I didn't know you then, Leanne, and you weren't a celebrant then, so I didn't book you. <laughs> but I remember <laughs> um, I remember in person when I picked mine, we based it on, we someone had recommended our celebrant to us. And I remember just filling in the forms and giving some information about each other and things that made us laugh and how he turned that into the, just this most beautiful story Mm. and laughing and crying. And it was just magical what you guys actually do. Yes. 
Yes, that's true. Yeah, well, I I am a bit of a nut. Well, I do like forms. <laughs> that must be the lawyer coming in for me. So um, I always tell my couples I do all the forms. I like everything typed up and 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 so there can be no problems with handwriting. And then in terms of the um, – to get their story, there's a questionnaire and then we meet and chat. And I do love that part, writing something very unique. No couple has the same story. I always make sure with personal vows, I never, ever show one couple another couple's vows. If ever I give, you know, some people want sample vows. I always make sure they're just ones off the internet because they're your vows. They're no one else's. But with the scripts too, I always, um, I have a rule. It's not everybody's rule, but I do about a month before the weddings, I do send the ceremony scripts to the couple. Um, It's very rarely they change anything, but I just feel you know, I want to make sure nothing's said that might be awkward or, you know, there's families and yeah. yeah, So they always get to see the scripts beforehand. And do you do suggest there's always a rehearsal before? Yes, definitely rehearsal. It is a little difficult with the destination weddings. If they're, you know, for example, Tangalooma or say the ones up in Toowoomba or down in Northern New South Wales. So what we try to do is most of those couples are still reasonably local. So we still try to have a rehearsal, but probably more at my house. I don't believe in a big formal rehearsal where necessarily the bridal party have to be there. It's fairly obvious what they have to do. I can talk to them before the wedding. It's really the couple. I don't also believe in going through word for word your ceremony at the rehearsal because that takes, I think it takes from the day. Yes. Why I'm very big on rehearsals is things like, you know, where the sun's facing, camera angles. And the big one is showing a couple how they read their vows. So I'm very big on them reading their vows to each other without me in the picture. So I have a, 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 a sort of a, a method where um, I show them they don't learn anything off by heart, but they read their vows to each other and you'll I step back and I'm in the background. I like that. So that's something we need yeah. to, that we run through at rehearsals. Yeah, yeah, that's really nice and the photographer can just capture them. That's beautiful. Yeah, and it's the same for the kiss. I just think that, and the photographers love that. I'm very big on the photographer, not running the show, but you know, I don't believe in, um, you know, stepping out of the picture and, and getting, you know, and I'll talk to the photographer. Sometimes we make contact before the weddings or we definitely talk before the wedding just to see what they want. I mean, they're the experts. They know the right shots and I'll stand where they want to, them and the couple. It's all between them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's very, very considerate, Leanne. I love that. That's great. Well, it's not my wedding, is it? No. <laughs> as much as I love being there, it's the couple's wedding and it's, it should be what they want. Yes, I agree. That's beautiful. So lastly, what is your number one wedding tip? (laughs) If you had to pick one. I thought about this one when you, (laughs) look, there could be so many tips, but I suppose the most important thing is have fun and enjoy. Uh, You used the word journey before. And so I think I see the wedding. It's not just the day. It's the journey to that day. And to getting married and you know I always say to my couples you know how often you know you're not going to do this again hopefully (laughs) so you know try wedding cakes how often do you get to taste test wedding cakes and try on beautiful gowns and go and look at cars that you want to use and oh I don't know go and look at venues and just even sitting down in the car I say to my couples play music in the car see what songs you like don't 
try, I know it's hard, but try not to get too overwhelmed and too stressed because I listen or like yourself, you bet you probably watch, listen, sorry, to a lot of chat lines. And I always think one of the saddest things I read sometimes is when a bride, usually it's a bride, will say, I'm so exhausted. I'm so stressed. I just want my wedding over. Yes. And that breaks my heart because it should just be, you should wake up on your morning just so excited and not stressed. And I try to do that as much as possible in my ceremony. I don't control obviously the the receptions and families and all those sort of issues. But that's my tip, just to try and have fun and enjoy the journey to getting married. Oh, Leanne, that is so perfectly said. I don't I don't think I could say much else from that because that is probably one of my most favorite tips that you have just said. It's just mm. so true. I think the whole journey of it and the the planning stage is just as important. Embrace that, enjoy it and make the most Yeah, of it. and just accept that little things may happen that but in the end it will come together. It really does. And you know, and don't get overwhelmed and and rely on your talented suppliers, whoever they are, whether it's the celebrant, whether it's the photographer, the florist, whoever it is, use them, ask for their advice. And you know, I don't think I've met a person in this industry yet that isn't just so wants your wedding to be perfect. So, you know, ask them, ask them for advice and get them to do as much as they can for you. Yeah, they're the experts, right? They are the experts. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and you're paying their bills. So you, you, know, <laughs> you should get what you want. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Let them guide you and help you as much as they can. Thank you so much, Leanne. Uh, thank you for sharing your expertise. It is very, very helpful. I know that many people listening will get a lot from that. Can you tell people so. where, they, where they can find you? Okay, well, I just go by my name, Leanne Booker Celebrant. So I'm on Instagram, Facebook. I do have a website and probably I'm on a few directories, but probably the most well-known one would be Easy Weddings. Yeah, perfect. And I know a lot of people say, oh, when you say based in Brisbane, and yes, I am based in Brisbane, but that doesn't mean I do Brisbane weddings only. Again, because of my status in life now that I'm um, a free agent, you know, I I wed couples everywhere and often my husband and I will make it a weekend. (laughs) That's a good excuse. (laughs) I love that. That's a great reason and great excuse to have a weekend away. (laughs) It's a great excuse. (laughs) Many industry professionals now are are actually traveling to do weddings. It's so common now. It's very popular. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't charge a travel fee. I just, you know, it doesn't make any difference to me. I just go where I have to go. <laughs> oh, that is great. Thank I mean, you. if they wanted me to go to Melbourne, well, that would be a bit difficult at the moment, wouldn't <laughs> it? But would. if, you know, someone wanted me to get married somewhere, that may be a bit different. Although I did marry a gorgeous couple recently, a five only. She had a 300 plus wedding in Melbourne and that had to be cancelled. Wow. This was a beginning of COVID. Okay. But so I married her up here and I, I did say to her, look, if you decide to get married, still have a, a, a renewal in Melbourne, I'll come for free. <laughs> so, because I love Melbourne. Oh, I how think nice it is the, of you. Yeah, well, it's a good excuse to go to Melbourne. I go there regularly. I just love the place. Oh, that is so good. Yeah, so do I. It's a great place to shop and eat, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. That's it. Shop and eat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Leanne. We are so grateful. Everyone, please make sure you check out Leanne Booker. That's and thank it. you for having me. It was a real privilege. Oh, thank you.
Thank you so much for listening today for my chat with Leanne. I hope you really got some good points out of it. I think that she gave some really great tips and it's really important who you pick because that ceremony, it's the most important part of your wedding. And it's the part where everyone oohs and ahs and falls in love with the two of you and you both fall in love with each other all over again in that moment. So make sure you you really spend time picking a celebrant that's right for you. But I'm very grateful for Leanne for all her wonderful tips today. They were excellent. And also if you weren't listening during July or August and 2020, and you're listening at a much later date. We are in COVID 19 at the moment, where I am. Luckily, we're coming out of the end of it. But a lot of you listening, some of the things that we spoke about in there were relevant to COVID 19. So just be mindful of that. But if you enjoyed listening to the podcast, please head over and give us a review. If you do, make sure you leave your Instagram handle so that I can get in touch with you and have a chat and help you with your wedding and just get to know you and also um, leave you a little something. But until next time, enjoy being engaged and staying stress-free while planning the wedding of your dreams.